the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. It's been a while since we have visited the topic of mindfulness, and I thought that it was something that we should revisit often, but I've actually put together a lot of incredible exercises that I think we can all implement into our toolbox, especially as we go about our high-demanding lifestyles. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, Clint, you are a certified life coach, which a lot of people don't know about. I have always been big on self-development. So the topic of mindfulness and just self-discovery and presencing was not something foreign to me in the same regard as it might have been for you. So I'm just curious, your take on your experience with learning about the topics of mindfulness, how it's been implemented into your life, and how you've applied that with what you do in law enforcement. You know, it's when I first learned about mindfulness and and kind of going down that rabbit hole, I dove headfirst into it and was really, really firmly practicing it on a regular basis. And over time, you know, you you start losing some of the aspects of it or you're not as like ongoing practicing of it. But then as I really look at it, it's the, the biggest thing I've taken away from it is getting out of my own head, like staying out of my head and not thinking about crazy stuff all the time, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, it's not even thinking about it. It's just living in that moment, being in present within that moment. And when I recognize, like inevitably, I'm, you're going to go back up into your head to start thinking where we should be using our brains as a thinking mechanism to problem solve, to work through situ- hard situations or just any any type of situation where over the years, I, it's become almost second nature for me to get out of my head and just be in that moment and not try thinking of any response. So, and what I mean by that is like, we're sitting here, we're talking and I'm needing to think of what I'm going to articulate or what I'm going to say. And really I'm not formatting anything in my brain of what I need to say. Like the words are coming out naturally. They're coming out physically from my core area and being able to explain mindfulness in this this aspect and and I incorporate that in my everyday life of just going through the motions going through the work but being in that moment knowing everything that's going on around me yeah and I think that a lot of the pushback that I've seen when it comes to talking about the concept of mindfulness is I've had people tell me well I can't meditate and my rebuttal to that is like cool I'm not asking you to meditate and meditation is a completely different aspect of mindfulness. They, they are sisters, for sure. But I know for me, I have broken down mindfulness in a very tactful way. And one example of this is never before would I have considered adapting a mindfulness strategy when it comes to firearms and shooting. 
And let me explain this because it completely changed the way that I feel about handling a firearm and, you know, when I do shoot. And there's a breathing technique that you and I learned from Dr. Mark Atkinson, which I believe is incredible. And it's incredible because it's very simple. And it's all about harnessing the power of our breath. And we don't always realize because we were never taught just how incredibly potent of a tool breathing is when it comes to grounding ourselves in the present moment. And grounding ourselves means that we are in a situation where perhaps we are caught up in our head, Clint, like you said, and we need to have some type of anchor in order to kind of structure us to the moment so that we can maintain our focus and be incredibly deliberate with whatever we're trying to do, which certainly shooting is one of those things. And the technique is, and you know, this would be a much more simplistic example than, than um, if I were to be teaching it, but basically you are taking deep breaths and you're focusing those breaths on your lower belly. And all of your attention is kind of like whoof, into the center of your core. And by, by breathing in and breathing out and focusing that attention on your lower belly and being intentional with that slow breathing, it has the ability to recalibrate us and to really center our focus. Because if my ego, my attention is down here in my core and my strategy, what I'm focusing on doing is just so narrowed on that target, let's say when we're shooting, it's impossible for all the other things to bother me or to distract me in that moment. And I'm thinking about um, just some situations that you've been in, Clint, where having that breathing or mindfulness technique might be incredibly helpful. Yeah, and, and something that I think over my years in law enforcement, it's going to the severe situations that I've been in, like those breathing techniques, those, like, I remember when I first became a cop and you go to a hot call, you go to that man gun, you go to that shooting where you, you're thinking about all the things that can go wrong instead of going there and trusting your training, trusting your experience in those natures to where you start having, you get the, those jittery, your, what's that word? Um, like when you, when you skydive and your adrenaline, when you have, you go out to these instances and your adrenaline spikes through the roof and you start getting shaky and, and you start, you're just all amped up and you're super aware of everything that's going on. And that's great. It's great to have that. But instead of just letting it free flow, it's being able to control it and how, when you respond is you have that adrenaline dump and you have that going on, but you're able to hone in what you need to focus in on compared to all the outlying sources that you have no control over. Yeah. I remember there was a situation where I was working with a client and we were really deep into this conversation and I asked him a question and the answer that he gave created so much emotion within him. And I could, I could tell um, just on a physical level the changes that were taking place within him without him needing to tell me. And one exercise that I deployed was this five things technique. And I asked him if we could pause. I acknowledged to him that he seemed to be um, experiencing a lot in that moment and I asked if it was okay if we just practice a technique that I thought might be useful in that moment, and he agreed. 
And he was sitting in his vehicle while we were talking. And I said, I just want you to look around you for a second, take a deep breath and just focus on my voice for a moment. I just want you to look around and I want you to name five things that you see. And by doing that, it helps us to kind of get out of that agitation or that, that, that overwhelming feeling and to ground ourselves into our surroundings. It's an incredibly powerful strategy when it comes to having us regain that control. And the reason for that is because it takes us back into the ability to actually channel what's really happening instead of those emotions. So after doing that, he was actually surprised and, and a little confused as to why I asked him to do that. And then, of course, I explained it. But when we're starting to feel especially angry, um, this is a way for us to be able to refocus that type of emotion to get back into a proper frame of mind to move forward with it. So the next time that you feel that you're upset about something, I think that is probably one of the greatest tools to shift what's happening to us chemically in our brain. That's the easiest way to explain it, um, to be able to, to re-harness and come back into ourselves. And one more that I want to share here is just walking. Many times, let's say that we are sitting at home or you're at work and you get a phone call and it's that phone call where you look down and you see who's calling and you just have that fuck kind of moment because you knew it was coming and you get on the phone with them. And by the time that you're off the phone, you are just boiling in that moment. Your body is telling you there is some energy here that I want to expel. And instead of getting caught up in that emotional loop and becoming more and more upset, simply getting up and starting to walk around, changing the scenery a little bit, is another really powerful tool to be able to kind of rechannel that energy and again, take back some of that control. You know, and, and I've recognized it. It's actually funny that you bring up the whole walking concept with this and, and how it really does work. Part of my... Um, operational procedures for doing the online investigations is if there's times where I need a break, it's actually written in there that to get up and walk around and talk with people or just get out and just have that change of scenery to be able to change your mindset around everything. And, and it's, it's different because most people say, well, why aren't you working? Well, I am working. I'm getting out of that so you don't have the long-term negative effects associated to everything. Yeah, yeah, it's, it makes me laugh. Like, you go sit in that fucking office and tell me that you're not working when you step out of it. Um, <laughs> so I have some more, some more of these tools and some exercises listed in the show notes below. I hope you'll check them out. If you've gotten any value out of today's episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>